0: live yes sir all right um well shoot let's not waste any time um well hello my name is thomas and i'm brandon and uh first off we just want to thank you for clicking playing this podcast um guys you didn't have to but you did and that alone means the world to us so thank you yeah from the bottom of our hearts
1: we want to say thank
0: you thank you you so much we want you to know that
1: we aren't going to be a normal podcast we're going to be different Go different and make sure you get something out of every single episode that you want to hear.
0: Absolutely. Um, We don't want to talk your ear off. You know, we're going to be brief. We've, we've set a 30 minute time limit on uh, each episode. Um, And Brandon, Brandon's going to be more of the sports guy and I'm going to be more of the movies and the media, uh, pop culture guy, music, um, fashion, TV, but mainly movies. You guys know, I love my movies. So um, every, every Tuesday is kind of, kind of, be more movie and music based since albums come out on Thursdays and Fridays. Um, we could listen to them over the weekend, you know, get our thoughts together, and then give you our opinions of that on Tuesdays. And then throughout the week, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of big news in the sports world. And Brandon's going to have us uh, covering that on Thursdays. So this episode's a little different because it's our first one, um, so we're going to kind of be scrambled here and there. Um, yeah, it's going
1: to be more fifty fifty.
0: Yeah. You will. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, but we just want to let you guys know that that's kind of how we're going to be running things. And we want to be different. So, like, any input that anyone has, you know, let us know, um, please, because this isn't for us. This is for the people. This is for the people to get there. We want to be your outlet, your source of everything sports, everything movies, everything music, everything fashion, everything. I mean, you name it. We want to be your, your outlet for that. Um, we want to bring you the news for that. So, that being said, um, starting with sports, big day in the NBA, first day of free agency, and uh, Brandon's Brandon's done an excellent job keeping up with that. Brandon, what what can we take away from uh, day one of free agency?
1: Well, day one, firstly, you got to understand that this isn't a year where you're going to have superstar slash supermax players signing deals, mm-hmm. maybe trades, yeah. But there's nobody huge signing signings. But just to give y'all Um, context Kyle Lowry from the Raptors is going to the heat and sign a trade Lonzo Ball linked $85 million deal with Chicago and and then from there Derek Rose is staying in New York and besides that Chris Ball staying in Phoenix just not a lot of huge like shocking deals so far yeah but um, it'll be interesting to see. There might be trades coming up, so we'll, yeah. it's going to be really interesting.
0: Yeah, great point. Um, something that I've noticed, too. A lot of, lot of role players, which is really kind of what is, is the butter to the bread of these NBA superstars. Like, this is almost more important than the stars. I mean, yeah, the stars make a difference, but it's the role players that help them out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, huge, huge day. Um, Cool. Well, yeah, I, it was a fun first day. You know, we got the Lonzo, Kyle Lowry. Um, Nick signed two players, uh, which is pretty huge. They, they're just kind of throwing money at their players right now. Um, but there, there's a player in specific that we're going to talk about just because I know a lot about him just because he's my favorite player. And Brandon knows a lot about him because Brandon is everything sports. Um, but John Wall, favorite player yeah. of all time. Loved him at Kentucky, Do the John Wall. Loved him with Washington, and as a Houstonian, I'm obviously very happy he is an H-town. But uh, you know, our record, you know, wasn't wasn't wasn't. Uh, you know, if you keep up with the <laughs> NBA, you <laughs> you uh you understand where the Rockets sit if you keep up with the NBA. Um, and I and I want my boy John Wall to get that ring, so I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna go to Brandon. I'm gonna ask him, Brandon, where is where's the where's the place where John gets that ring? Um, so, Brandon, if you have a few destination spots and I'll tell you whether I think it fits um, or not, I, I think we go over that because mm. we got to know. It's, it's this is kind of fun. It's kind of like
1: you're his uh, general manager. <laughs>
0: exactly. Call me John Walls GM and I want to know where am I getting my boy my ring? Where Where is it going to be at?
1: So first thing, just to give you all context, there's been a lot of trades. In the past few days, like the Heat traded to get Kyle Lowry, Lakers got Russell Westbrook. A lot of teams are trying to get point guards right now. Yeah. And as the league stands right now, like excluding teams that I'm going to mention, these got, most of these teams have solid, good point guards on their teams. And they just want to stick with them and they don't want to risk trading them for, no offense, like an older point guard, you know? Right. But. There are a few teams still that can make a trade for him. And Tommy, you just tell me yes or no, or rate the trade, whatever you want to do. Sure. So right off the bat, you have the Dallas Mavericks. So
0: the tricky part about
1: this is that Dallas Mavericks are contending right now. Oh, yeah. They want to – they're trying to win a championship. And that, so they're going to try to give as little as possible to get something big. right? Like John Wall. So, if I'm the Mavericks, um, I would give up, or I would center the trade around Tim Hardaway Jr. Yes, he just signed a new deal, right? For sixteen million a year, but that doesn't mean he's safe. You know, nobody's okay. safe yeah. on this team except for Luca.
0: And Brandon, if you don't mind, for for myself and anyone out there who doesn't truly understand, kind of the the ins and outs of the NBA uh, signings, myself included. Um, can you, you know, sign to a team and still be treated to another one?
1: Yes. So I'm trying to think of, oh, well, just today you saw Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry actually did a sign and trade. So that means you sign with the team that you're with because the team that you sign with is, has extra, extra cash, like in the back, that can yeah. sign players that were with the team that year. Right. You know, so let's say you're on the team, you're on the Houston Rockets, you signed for $5 million, and you're worth more than $5 million, and your contract ends. So even if Houston doesn't have the cap room, like let's say they were trying to sign me, and I was on a different team, and I was worth $25 million, they wouldn't be able to sign me, but they'd able they'd be able to sign you for 25 million because you were just on the team. Does that yeah. make sense? So okay. it's called early birding and okay. So um so in this instance, yes, you can sign and trade and you can hold on to your pieces for a little bit and then trade them. But I think Tim Hardaway <clears throat> would center around this trade. You could throw in Maxi Kleba, who's a great power forward. Oh yeah. And then maybe Josh Green, a good uh I, th- I think he's untested. I think he's a great player, but he's just uh, untested. And I think right. he'd be – I mean, it, uh, why not on the Houston right. Rockets? You know, they're yeah. rebuilding. And you yes. turn the trade around that, maybe some picks, and then you go get yourself John Wall.
0: Okay. Um, I like it. I, John Wall, Luka, Porzingis, what, what's not to love with that? Like, how I just could right. not see how that would fail. Um, and John Wall, he—I mean—he stays in Texas, so I still get to watch him, you know. But that's—but bias aside, you got a veteran point guard with a young guard who is arguably the best player in the league right now. I mean, it's if you if you went up to someone and said Luka Doncic is the best player in the NBA, they would not say you were crazy. That's the thing; they would not say you were crazy. Um, and then you got Porzingis, who is talented. Um, so yeah, I, I like that fit. I like I like the fit in Dallas a lot. Yeah,
1: I think I think it's great too. And uh, another team that you might like and you may not expect it is the Timberwolves. Mm. Timberwolves kind of had a weird season. Yeah. Like when I saw when I was watching the draft last year, seeing uh, Anthony Edwards go to the Timberwolves, I was like, it's done. They got a great point guard in D'Lo. They had a great shooting guard in him. Other great pieces on the bench, and then Cap. Like, what can go wrong? Yeah. Well, oh, the answer to that was a lot could go wrong. Like, what <laughs> can go wrong will go wrong, as Stephen A. says about the Cowboys. <laughs> and, and, and they were really not that good this season. And they ended up being um, bottom 14 in the NBA. And, and sadly, they didn't think they would need the draft pick. They ended up having to give their draft pick to the Warriors. And the Warriors got two lottery picks this year.
0: Yeah. So something's
1: got to change in Minnesota. So this is what I propose to you, Tommy, the GM of the GM. John Wall. Okay. So center the deal around D'Angelo Russell. Then you throw in possibly a Jarrett Culver, Ooh. Josh Okogie, and okay. maybe a Hernan Gomez sure. to add up to that 40 mil for John Wall. And okay. I think that's a great trade. The Timberwolves get a championship-hungry um, guy who really recovered well from his Achilles injury, if you really think yeah. about it. Like, if you're looking at his stats, it's literally the same. Like, the John Wall yeah. hasn't changed. He, well, I, actually, I think he averaged more. I think he averaged 18 that his last year in Milwaukee, if I'm not wrong. Or not Milwaukee, um, Washington, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. And um, I think that's a great trade. I think that could work. But what do you think, Tommy? as the
0: GM. Well it, and I've noticed, like John's shooting has gotten drastically better from when he was injured to his season on the with the Rockets. Like it was like a whole new player. It was the same John Wall, but just a better a better shooter. Which is always, you know, uh people have said is this Achilles heel, but like I I don't I don't see an issue with his shooting. You know, he's not Steph Curry, but he's not he's he's got it down. Um With the shooting, his three point shot was phenomenal. I mean, he was hitting a couple threes game uh, when we went, um, at least one to the games that we went to. But so I mean, Cat, because you say championship hungry point guard, but I'm thinking in John Wall, yeah. But I'm thinking about Cat too. He's talk about championship hungry. At one point, a top three, top five player in the league, and then was known as the greatest center in the league. Like at one point. You know, so he's, he needs to get that title back and he's championship hungry. So I, I don't, I don't know if it works. I think it works for John and Kat, even if we can sign another big piece. Like if we get the chemistry going, I, I don't, I, I think I would like that trade. I don't like it as much as Dallas, but I do, I, I am open to it. So I'm going to decline it, the trade, but I'm open to the trade.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that one's not that bad because, you know, like Tim, well, not, not that bad, but like, it's not bad that you're saying no because Timberwolves aren't exactly a great franchise right now. Yeah. But uh, let's, let me throw another situation at you. One last one. Why not?
0: Yeah, <laughs> why not? Let's do it. One so, last
1: one. so, center the trade around a great backup center in Jackson Hayes. Ooh. You throw in Josh Hart, good shooter okay. for the yeah. team. And then you have to throw somebody in with a big contract in – I mean, out of all the people that you wouldn't want to get rid of on a team that you would hopefully want to win a championship is James Johnson. And if you look at his stats this year, he wasn't terrible, but mm-hmm. he, uh, he really wasn't that good. But his contract helps out with that, and Houston might be willing to buy up. He averaged 7.2 points per game. Not sure why he's worth $24 million. but anyway um, – what it says here Mm -hmm. but you center the trade around those guys and the rockets don't exactly have a lot of wiggling room but the but the so let's change
0: that sorry technical difficulties this app Um, well the the pelicans don't have a lot of wiggle room i mean they don't they yeah to keep to keep the mojo going with because you were getting somewhere with that I, i think i mean zion zion's getting impatient over there, in New Orleans. Zion's getting impatient. Brandon Ingram Ingram is getting impatient. Um, they, they're they're ready. They're ready for a chip, and they're not sure why they're not getting one. It's they've had a lot of point guard highs and lows. You know, Lonzo Lonzo was steady for them. Um, so John Wall of the Pelicans. Yeah, I yeah. I accept this trade. I think it works. You got two beefy. Uh, guys who can not only, you know, shoot the ball, but they're great with their hands. They're great with their feet, with their footwork. Um, so you got two, that. And then you have a lengthy shooter in Brandon Ingram. So, I, I mean, I like that. You know, th- that's a good big three right there. Um, and, I, and I won't complain with that. So I, I accept that trade because the possibilities with that one are definitely endless. Um, so, yeah, if that's if that's the last one, then, I mean, my, my number one, my favorite, my favorite one is Dallas. Come on. So I would mean, you take that? Yeah, I mean, come on now. D- Dallas has got to has got to be a pl- place of interest. But uh, I'm gonna decline the Timberwolves, although I'm I am open to it. And then I would accept. I would I would decently accept the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, but I, I think that's uh, a fun little game that yeah. hopefully we can play again. That I mean, nice. the next time. And I'd
1: like to extend our hand to the audience. If you're listening right yeah. now, if you have any good trade packages for John Wall, put it in the comments. There's oh, yeah. a great trade machine on ESPN.com, and there's other this other one called Fansfo. And uh, yeah, just uh, just give us a yeah. give us a whirl. You know, like I like to learn new things, so yeah. I might be not thinking of a trade that could
0: work, and you might. So
1: help yeah. me out here because <laughs> oh, I was yeah. trying. <laughs>
0: No, yeah, that was great. I love that a lot. That was fun. Um, yeah, we'll have to do that with some other players coming up. I think I think our next player could be Buddy Heald because I know he's a free agent. He's uh he's looking around the league, so um, we'll have to get to that on another episode. But uh, that, that's going to wrap up our sports segment. There, Brandon, as always, killing it with the sports segment. Yes, um, but uh, but um, I mean now we're now we're gonna get into the movies. Movie segment, and you know, I'm still deciding on different ideas for the movie segment. But one that came to my mind that that would be really fun for not only myself but the audience um, is. I would say, Brandon, I'd say you're about it. You're, you're an average film watcher. Like you, you yeah. aren't against watching a movie, but you're not like.
1: Yeah, I have HBO Max.
0: Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> there you go. That's I got HBO Max. All <laughs> right. He's a he's a film critic. No, but uh I'd say like you've seen a good amount of movies, but. Just yeah. about as much as the average person, like you're not always oh, you so. watching, yeah. Day. I would say so, pretty average. And as someone who I probably watch a mo- close to a movie a day, um, a little less now that I'm in class in my summer classes, but um, I mean, every day before the first day of July, I was watching a movie every day. Uh, I've seen a lot, and I and I and I like to know my friends' opinions on movies, and the first movie. Of this, so every week I'm going to give Brandon every Tuesday I'm going to give him a movie to watch, and he's going to give me his opinion on it the next week, next Um, Tuesday. Yeah, on the next Tuesday. (laughs) So I got a week to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. So a lot of hours. Um, and I was I was thinking, you guys, I was like, what's a good film to give Brandon that like he would like, but it's also a film that like is not something you know you're going to see every day, unless Mm -hmm. if you're a fan of this guy. Um, the director, which he is arguably the most popular director right now. I mean, people who don't even keep up with films know his name. But uh, Brandon, how, how familiar are you are you with? And if you aren't very familiar, you know, don't feel don't feel bad. But how familiar are you with uh, Quentin Tarantino?
1: Quentin Tarantino, I've heard the name.
0: Okay. Um, okay, that's good. So, second question: Have you seen Django Unchained?
1: I've heard of it. I I, I know, okay, this is cut kind of off script, but <laughs> it's like a, I know it's, there's it's, a song, there's a theme song in it, right? That goes
0: Django. Django. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, really though. <laughs> that is, yeah, that thing. So that's the song in the movie, but this movie, Brandon, like it, whether you're, a, it's perfect for a guy like you. You know, you're a guy who likes a good action movie, a good, you're a guy who loves a good comedy. It's got a little bit of a love story in it. Um, I, I, you could say it was, you could say it's a love story. Um, mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino has his own style, Brandon, and it's, it's just very over the top, but it works every single time. Hmm. He's the guy who made Pulp Fiction. I know you've heard of Pulp Fiction. Yes, Pulp
1: Fiction. Yeah. He
0: made Inglorious Bastards, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is his newest film um but Django Unchained I think is his best I really do and it is a fun film it's very sad to watch because you know it's about slavery and well that kind of contradicts what I just so it's a fun film because Quentin Tarantino is aware of the impact of slavery and the negative impact of it um which the entire impact of slavery is negative and he is able to turn that into an action story. Hmm. Um, it's really interesting because I'm like, "Hmm, this should not work," but it does. And there's not a single second when you're bored. Hmm. Uh, it's funny. It's action packed. Once again, it's like, oh, it's low key, a little bit of a love story. Um, it's a western. You know, everyone loves a good western. But, so uh, a, this movie just sounds like a jack of all trades. Where can yeah. I find it? exactly it's a ja- that's that's the exact point i'm making it's a jack of all trades and i need to know your opinion on it because i feel like you'd love it and you can find it on netflix so it's on awesome. netflix which is ex- extremely accessible to not only you but anyone who's listening um it's a fun movie to watch once again it's a sad one to watch because you know it is about slavery um but it's, it's just fun it's fun to see what quentin does with it um hmm. and i really want to get your opinion on that so all right. that is you'll be favorite. watching that this week oh yeah Django and chain, that's your homework. Um so excited. And for the
1: audience too, that's your homework if you haven't seen it either. True.
0: If you haven't seen it, give it a watch. It's crazy, it's over the top, it's vulgar, um, <laughs> and it's it's sad because you're seeing something that is just extremely inhumane and hard to watch, but it is it's a it's a fun, it's awkwardly a fun time. Yeah. Uh, So, speaking of movies, you know, if you have me on Snapchat, you know, I saw The Green Knight, a film I've been looking forward to for over a year now, which just got canceled uh, because of COVID last year. Finally came out this year. Uh, I saw it uh, Thursday night on the premiere. I loved it. I thought The Green Knight was incredible. Um, It's a a visual masterpiece that is, is the visual to the quote, it's about the journey, not the destination. So, if you haven't seen The Green Knight, you know, it's medieval, it's awesome, it's fun and it's very 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 visual it's very visual-esque so go see that if you haven't seen it film of the year Uh, a lot of metaphors about life in that um but i I did cover that on my snapchat so what i'm going to start doing is doing exclusive interviews on the podcast that way people check it out um listen to it and it's just easier to talk than it is to type so next up i have Stillwater and jungle cruise coming up um and then this thursday i have a surprise of what i'm watching it's a it's the quote unquote summer blockbuster that'll be exclusively reviewed on this podcast. So we can uh, expect that coming up, but that's enough. That's enough. With the movies, you know, that's just a little taste of the movies, you know, giving Brandon the movie assignment, little, oh. little, uh, synopsis of the green night, little recap. Um, but let, let's get into our last segment here. As we wrap things up, try not to go over our time limit. Uh, Brandon, what, uh, what have you been listening to this week, man? What you, what you've been rocking with.
1: Hmm. You know, Tommy, I would like to say it, but I, I don't want to ruin it for you, so cover your ears. Okay. <laughs> but um, I've been rocking Praise God by Kanye West featuring Baby Keem and Ooh. Travis Scott. And sorry um, if I spoiled it for you, I'm sorry. But <laughs> oh, no, Donda fine. by Kanye West did not come out right. On, in, uh, what do you call it? In uh, streaming services, anywhere. Yeah. They did n- it did not come out. But Kanye had a listening event on Apple Music and also live at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. And he debuted his de- – debuted Donda, but like it wasn't complete. So you know what Kanye does. He just delays the album again. But oh, yeah. the catch is some of the songs were complete. And I think this one was very is very much complete, and I just love it it's so good. I've been bumping it all week, and I just love the whole album already. Like it, I know it's not complete, but whew, I'm excited for it to come out okay. this Friday, or yeah, I think he said eight five,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Eight five, eight six. 5 yeah. one of the either Thursday or Friday. But that yeah, that's uh, what we'll be looking forward to covering next Tuesday. But man, I that's a great point. I mean, speaking of Kanye West. I've been rocking uh, Erase Me by Kid Cudi and Kanye West. I've been rocking that this week. As well as Amen. So this is a name that might surprise you. Amen by Logic. Logic's Amen is produced by none other than Tyler Ocoma, who is also known as Tyler, the creator. Um, If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with Tyler. I'm obsessed with Golf Wang. Um, Everything Tyler created is all me. So uh, Brandon, uh, I mean – if you, if you guys know me on social media, and I'd be more than happy to go into detail of this, if this is something that the viewers wanted, is uh, my in-depth review on Call Me If You Get Lost. a Aesthetic from a... Cons- not conceptual, um, from a storytelling standpoint, but from a, an aesthetic standpoint. But all that aside, Call Me If You Get Lost. Brandon, ha- did you listen to the whole album? It's okay if you didn't, but... uh whether you did or didn't like what what did you rock from that album i'm curious what did you like Hmm. okay i I was actually thinking
1: about this today like Hmm. this is kind of off script, but i was thinking about this today and i know you're gonna disagree i'm so sorry tommy but (laughs) it's not what you think but
0: listen uh
1: i am not a big fan of what's your name
0: okay And Okay.
1: and i know that sounds crazy but like it's really not my favorite you know, like it's okay. good, but like it's not a lot of people been saying it's the, the right. song in the album. And I really don't think so. Yeah. I really like Lemonhead.
0: Okay. Lemonhead.
1: And it's and I love it because it just shows the genius in Tyler, the creator. If you yeah. know me, I do not like 42 Duck. I do okay. not. But right. as a producer and just an absolute G when it comes to music creation, Tyler, creator, Yes, Tyler Okuma, yeah. right? Is that his last name? <laughs> Okuma.
0: Okuma. He,
1: he found 42 Doug's perfect song. I agree. And, well, it, and I'm telling you, this is the best 42 Doug song oh, I have ever listened to. This
0: is the best 42 Doug has ever sounded. Ever. And that's um,
1: because of Tyler, the creator. Well,
0: Brandon, I... What you're saying right now, I'm loving because I feel the same way about another artist that I didn't really like before, and I still don't really love right now, but I like him. Uh, Playboy Cardi, the 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 genius of Tyler the Creator took a SoundCloud mumble rapper that eh, kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Trying to be great <laughs> to to Earthquake. I mean, he he put him on Earthquake, made him sound so beautiful and so epic. He's just such a genius, man. Tyler. I love it. But no, I agree. I, I, I agree with What's Your Name. I don't think it's the best song on the album. Um, I think the best song is Wilshire, but the song, the most replayable song, for lack of a better term, is Hot Wind Blows with Lil Wayne. I oh. I play that one once a day. Juggernaut? Really? You don't like Juggernaut? Oh, and I never said I don't like it. But Hot Wind Blows is has the most replay value. Juggernaut's fun. It's it's a bit short, actually. I wish I wish Tyler had a longer verse on that. Um, but I do like I do like Chuggernaut. I like every song. There's not a single song on that album I don't like. I don't think it's his best album. Um I still think that goes to Flower Boy. I I think Igor is even better, but you know, we can get into a favorite artist album ranking another day. In fact, I think that might be what we have in store, if not next episode, ranking going over our Kanye rankings. Oh, but uh <laughs> yeah, the viewers will have to stay tuned for that one. Anyways, anyways. That's kind of my uh Something I wanted to lead off on. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to Thursday. It's going to be a fun day. A lot of free agent talk that we're going to be able to cover, as well as uh, music coming out that night, hopefully Donda. Um, oh, and then we great. have a big movie coming out that night that I'm going to I'm gonna wait for Thursday to say what it is. If you don't already know, if you haven't kept up with trailers or anything. Um, so, yeah, but uh, thanks for listening, guys. First episode. It feels good to finally get a podcast going to get a podcast out um so without further ado uh, my name is thomas and i am brandon Brendan. all right let's see if we can say this at the same time not butcher it we're gonna try this every episode so all right one One. two three Three. stay Stay hot hot, my friends friends. (laughs) peace you guys (laughs) all right next thursday we'll see you then goodbye